Welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Mm, So I've had a couple of experiences with both friends and people who are in the community who have reached out to me about being in a relationship. A relationship that has started off as monogamous. And either one... Oftentimes it's one partner who is wanting to open it up. And there's this fear or this unease or this uncertainty around being in a monogamous relationship and then opening it up. So a beautiful soul and partner of mine we travel around and we teach both in-person and online workshops called Relationships as a Spiritual Path. And in the beginning, when he first started teaching this, it was called Open Relationships as a Spiritual Path. And then we came together and he decided that uh, just keeping it to relationships as a spiritual path, meaning that we are in relationship with all things. We're in relationship with Mother Earth, with our friends, our family, our beloveds. And when we begin to change or shift our perspective on what it means to be in relationship from something, I apologize for the background noises, I'm, I'm always somewhere in some country where there's noises. <laughs> I don't do this in a studio, as most of you who follow the podcast know. Um, But when we change our perspective on relationship from something that's been programmed into us and we've been conditioned to believe, such as what a relationship looks like, which is often based on like the 1950s model, right? Of the wife and the husband and the kids in the house and the picket fence. When we choose to shift our perspective on what a relationship means and what it could look like, all of a sudden we have this opportunity to expand how we show up in relationship, which ultimately means how we show up in our life. And so uh, somebody wrote in recently about you know his partner wanting to open up their relationship. And one of his fears was that... Um, you know, he's fine with that. He's open to that. But when drugs and alcohol are in the picture, um, there's like a contraction that he feels, which is 100% understandable. I mean, I feel that being in open relationship in a true, honest, authentic, open relationship, it takes so much presence. 
it takes so uh, such a great commitment to being present and awake and conscious and to feeling you're moving your life through feeling rather than through the mind and through stories of right or wrong and when anybody is drinking at any point or doing drugs it shifts your consciousness you say things you do things you experience things that you're not fully aware of and so when you're when you're going to open up a relationship especially if you've been closed the first thing i would say is that i would definitely invite making a commitment to being 100% present and 100% sober because innately there is going to be a challenge and I've seen this with many people who I've worked on both in coaching and also with friends whenever you start off in a monogamous relationship you have these ideas and stories about what love means and what it looks like and then when one person wants to open it up there's oftentimes insecurity and fears that are playing out the person who is you know, receiving the message that the other person wants to open it up often becomes contracted um, with stories, stories of fears of, well, what, why am I not good enough? What am I not able to give you? What am I not able to provide you? How am I not good enough? Now, this is, this is very common and this is totally okay. You know, it's just a part of the human mind trying to understand and the ego most importantly attaching to the story and taking things personally so one of the biggest challenges that I see in people who are wanting to be open and starting monogamous is that there's been this old story that they've been playing out which is conditioned by the story of what it means to be in love and in partnership. And one person typically wants to open it up because they've either found attraction in someone else or um, are just, yeah, interested in exploring other people and that can make the other person feel insecure. So the first thing I would invite in is just to remember, you know, Don Miguel Ruiz, one of his books called The Four Agreements, the first agreement, or maybe it's the second, don't, things, don't take things personally. The second thing that I would invite in is this opportunity to shift your mindset. If you're going to open your relationship, it's really... I find beneficial to feel into the fact that relationship with anything is nothing more than an opportunity to spiritually expand yourself, to expand your love, to expand your heart, to break down old stories and ideas of what it means to be love and be in love and be loved. I think I may have shared this on a Facebook video at some point 
or maybe even a podcast, um, when I first was introduced to polyamory, I was actually living in Berkeley, California, and I was staying with this couple. They were an older couple. They were in their 50s. And um, it was a very odd way to be introduced to it. I felt like the man was hitting on me and like telling me that him and his wife have this open relationship. And uh, he was definitely hitting on me. But it was very awkward because I was like living in their house and I would like never even heard the term poly before and I was really confused. And um, then I became, you know, the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area is very open. And I became more and more familiar with the term polyamory the term open relating and I remember in the beginning I didn't really fully understand it because I was conditioned right I've been conditioned to believe that love looks like one two people together who commit now having experienced many things between that point and where I am now I understand that that is really truly one way of looking at love and for me in my experience it's a very limited way my deepest desire is to continue to allow myself to expand expand in love expand in what I believe is possible so one of the things that um two of the people that I were dating, what I was dating said when it came to their philosophies and take on polyamory is one of them, you know, approached it as a best friend. And he said, look, you have a best friend and this best friend has other best friends. And when you and this best friend hang out, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's fun. And then when that best friend says that they want to go hang out with their other best friend, you don't get upset. You don't get mad. You don't get jealous hopefully, right, in healthy relationships, you're like, cool, you have other friends, go do you. Well, why is it any different in, in relationships, in romantic relationships, just because you're sleeping with someone? And that's a whole nother story that we have a lot of shame around sleeping, you know, opening our bodies up to other people. Now, yes, there is, it's, uh, there's, you know, different reasons for why people do things. If somebody is needing to fulfill themselves, to have self-satisfaction, to have to increase their confidence, you know, and they're using their sexuality as and abusing their sexuality to gain, you know, admiration from others, that's very unhealthy. But if someone is coming from a place of openness, and, and true authenticity of feeling deep connections with someone and wanting to share a sacred and intimate aspect of themselves because they're feeling a deep resonance. That's something else altogether because you're not using something outside yourself to make you feel a certain way. Rather, you're opening up to allow you and all experiences to continue to expand you. Um, so this person, when he shared the story around, you know, the best friend, like, yeah, it made a lot of sense to me. 
And at this point in my journey, I was dating this man who was open or poly and I wasn't sure what I was. Like, I didn't really care. I was like, sure, whatever. Like, you want to date other people? Like, I'm getting enough from you right now. I don't want any more. And what's interesting is I've actually found this in several of my relationships, including one of the relationships that I'm in now. It's like, I give myself a lot of time and space. I need that. That's my, my most important relationship is the relationship with myself. And other people give a lot in their relationships to others. Like that's what fills them up is being able to be the supporter, the provider, or in deep connection with other people. And I can't personally, for instance, with this person that I was dating, you know, five years ago, I couldn't have taken all of the energy that he had. Like he was so present for me and so giving to me and so just with me. And he had another lover, if not two. I couldn't have, it would have been too much for me to take if he was giving me all of him. It would have been overwhelming for me. So I was incredibly grateful that he was dating other women because I'm like, dude, honestly, it would be way too much if you were giving me any more. And so that's something to take into consideration, right? Like for me personally, I don't need that much and I don't even want that much. And so I never want to push someone's love down if they have so much more to give. The other person who is it's so beautiful, we're in, we're in a really good relationship, we were in friendship and he was much more evolved in this experience than I was and we've been, you know, we've flirted back and forth between friends and, you know, partner, like lovers and um, yeah. He, I remember one thing that he told me was, look, he said, it's like chocolate. I love chocolate. He's like, seriously, like sometimes, especially if it's really good chocolate, I'll go to the store, I'll buy a chocolate bar and I'll just want to eat the whole thing because it just brings me so much pleasure and so much love and so much joy. He's like, but then I, I think about it and I, and I feel into it and I think about, yeah, well, I could definitely eat this whole chocolate and it would be amazing. And Or... I could get this chocolate bar and I could bring it to an experience, to a party, to, uh, you know, to a friend's house and I can share it with others. And I can know that like this chocolate bar has this potential to bring me so much love and so much joy and so much satisfaction and pleasure. And it also has the ability to bring someone else love and joy and satisfaction and pleasure too. And when I feel into that, like what brings me even more joy is sharing it, is sharing it with other people so they get to experience it as well. Because yes, I love it and I could be, it could be my own. But I also feel that there's so much more pleasure and joy when it's shared. And he's like, and I feel the same way about people. You know, if I love someone so much and I love the light and the joy and the way they make me feel, why do I want to covet that? Why do I want to be the only one that gets to experience the beauty of this person? And when I heard that, it was, it was so expanding for my mind. And me personally, I've been, you know, my longest relationships were with people who were very controlling. People who, even though I was monogamous, 
um, and I was fully faithful, they had a lot of fears and doubts and insecurities and ended up cutting me off from my male friends. And it was very, very painful for me. Very painful for me to go through that. Um, it was, you know, their projection of their insecurities being pushed onto me and me allowing that, right? It was, I allowed myself to be controlled and to be manipulated in a way, questioning my own self-worth and my own ability to love. And so coming out of those relationships, I'm really grateful because I'm like, nobody will ever do that to me again. I will never feel controlled. I will never feel manipulated. I will never feel like I can't fully express and give my love to whoever I want. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, I wanna give my love to whoever I want, however I want, because my love is deep. And I don't share it with everyone, especially certain aspects of myself. And also if I'm feeling something deep and rich that I want to deepen in love with, I want to fully be able to do that. So going back to, you know, being in a monogamous relationship and exploring open relating you know, there's a lot of challenges in that simply for the fact that there's stories around self-worth and if someone has, let's say there's a lot of trust that comes up for sure. If someone isn't fully being authentic, someone is having desires for something else or someone else and they're not fully being honest and authentic and transparent with their desires, the other person can start to feel that and start to feel contracted. And the other person is holding back their truth because they're not wanting to, to, they're not wanting to hurt the other person. Well, I will tell you, you hurt the other person more when you hold back your truth because feelings are felt their energetic vibrations whether you say them or not they're felt and then the person on the receiving end who is feeling the person you know start to contract and start to question and start to want to explore and expand is feeling that and then they start to get in their mind and then when you ask them is this are you interested in other people are you this that and the other and you say no not only are you lying to them you're lying to yourself and you're lying to the situation, to the experience, to the relation that you're having. And that's putting a strain on the relationship, on what's possible. On the transparency, on the trust. One thing that I've noticed when people who start out or who understand open relating is they're not afraid of telling their truth. They start out from the very beginning. This is how I relate. This is what's important to me. This is how I move through life. This is what I expect through my relationships. They have a very oftentimes open and honest awareness around who they are, what they need, and where they're going. Because they start off in being an authentic relation with themselves, they have this ability to be more transparent with what they want from the other or what they expect from the other. I don't know what that noise is. I do apologize. It's so funny. I mean, those of you who listen to this podcast just 
can kind of like be in humor with me because I travel around the world and there's always crazy noises no matter what country I'm in. I'm like in the middle of nowhere in Italy right now and yeah, anyway. So, you know, I don't really know, I don't really have any like solid sage advice for people who are going from monogamy to open other than definitely be conscious. I would not involve any drugs or alcohol because you're opening up the portal to your heart. And that is so incredibly delicate and fragile and often is riddled with a lot of insecurities from, you know, stories, experiences, you know, ideas about what's right and wrong. Um, the second thing is be as open and transparent as you can. Not don't think, don't t take things personal right just because someone wants to open up the relationship doesn't mean it has anything to do with you it has nothing to do with you at all it's not about you not being good enough better enough sexy enough whatever it's about can you take yourself out of the situation and can you realize can you feel into your own space of being like Different people give me different things. I might have an amazing sexual attraction with someone and our sex is just beyond anything I've ever experienced while someone else I can drop into the depths of my soul and share conversations about the cosmos on in levels that I've never ever been able to experience or to talk to with the person who I have the best sex with. And with someone else I might be able to just have a lot of fun with. Like they bring out my inner child of play. So realize that, you know, if you can get out of your own way and just remember that it's not about you not being anything good enough, smart enough, sexy enough, a better, good enough partner. It's about both individuals realizing that maybe the story that they've been taught to believe to be true does not necessarily still resonate as we evolve, we expand, so too do our ideas about what's possible in love and relationship and what's possible to feel, which means our ideas and stories and constructs also will expand. I have friends and people in the community who have been in this world a lot longer than me. And I'm I've reached out to a couple of them to see what their feedback is, what they've experienced. I definitely have seen that it's been harder for people who start out as monogamous and want to open, mostly because there's been some sort of inauthentic truth being expressed. So if you're in this place where you want to express, I would recommend being fully honest with yourself and fully honest with your partner from the very beginning. Not hiding your feelings because you want to protect them because hiding anything is some of the most damaging uh, things that we can do because energy is felt regardless of our words. Hmm. Hmm. Being in an open relationship doesn't make anything easier. You still have contraction. You still have pain. One of the things that I've found that's been really helpful, and this is what Sprout and I teach and help people work through, is just seeing our relationships as spiritual paths. 
realizing that our relationships are really just a tool for personal and transpersonal expansion. Everything is a practice. Everything is an opportunity for us to expand beyond our stories and our beliefs. When we begin to look at life through that lens, we open up. We dissolve our borders and walls around our hearts. We open up and we begin to heal the shadows. We begin to see the shadows and from that seeing we begin to heal. Hmm. So I feel that right now this is this is enough. The bells are the bells are ringing. If you listen to my last episode, you'll hear the bells there as well. Um I hope that this provided some opportunities for just opening your mind, maybe feeling deeper into what's true for you, what's awake and alive for you. And from that place, if anything arises or you have questions or you're unsure or you just want someone to talk about it feel free to re reach out right in i'm always open to receiving feedback stories questions i love it when i receive feedback i mean i've received pe feedback from people from around the world just talking about you know how the podcast has impacted them and, and it's honestly i don't get paid for this it just it's something that my soul feels inspired to do and the energy exchange that I get is when people share with me the impact that it's made. It gives me the energy to keep sharing and if anybody has a question or a challenge and you need some space to be held for you to express it, I can always offer this space to receive. I may not have this space to respond if you do, I always will respond in some way. I'll either offer by using your story in an anonymous way to help me create more content for the podcast if I feel that it can help other people because chances are you're not going through it alone. Or I will, um, depending on the depth, offer an opportunity to have a one-on-one -on -one with me. Um, I don't do one-on-ones very often because I feel that typically if people are going through something and they really want to shift something, it's important to commit to, to showing up in a different way, which takes time and space and dedication. But, um, yeah, I hope this was helpful. Um, I look forward to hearing your feedback on this topic. I look forward to hearing your questions. I look forward to also tuning in with my network of people who have been in open relating fields and getting their feedback and opinion as well. So from Urbania, Italy, this will probably be the last podcast I do from this location.
Next, I'm going to Rome. I never thought I'd say when in Rome, but I will be in Rome and I will definitely say when in Rome. So then from there I go to Sicily. So we'll see. We will see you or feel you or hear you or tune into you in another space and place and time sometime very shortly. Thank you so much for listening, for following, and for sharing. I appreciate all of you who show up to be a part of this global conscious movement of people awakening and stepping more deeply into their power and their authentic truth. So from my heart to yours, ciao. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.